Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. Welcome back to the Whoa That's Good podcast. It's Sadie Rob here, and today we have a very special guest. This girl I've actually looked up to from afar for a really long time, so it's really going to be awesome to sit across the table from her and interview her. It's Brooke Lidgerwood from Hillsong Worship. She is so amazing, written so many songs that you probably all love, and they actually have a new album out called Awake, so if you haven't heard Awake by Hillsong Worship, go check it out, and let's dive right into this interview. I don't want you to miss a single word that she has to say. for today because Brooke Lidgerwood from Hillsong Worship is here with us. And I got to say, she has been a friend from afar for a long time. She didn't know this, she, but now we're real friends. But I've looked up to her in so many ways on social media and just the woman that she is. And so, Brooke, thank you for being here. I'm so glad to be real friends now. I know. This is exciting. This is really exciting. And I know, like I just said, I'm not kidding. Like, no. I've looked up to you in a lot of ways. And it's cool because we have so many of the same friends. Yes, we and do. It's crazy. you would not believe how many people are like, you and Brooke are so much like, and it's really kind of funny because the reason they say that is because they're like, y'all both like do really funny, embarrassing things yeah. and then just like die laughing at yourself. I'm like, yeah. that's the greatest like connection ever. Yeah, Somebody right. who just gets the moment. We don't take ourselves too seriously. Yes, And exactly. we enjoy accidents. We enjoy accidents. We welcome them, <laughs> but they bring joy to our life. But uh, I'm excited to finally meet you. And so the question on the podcast that I ask everybody, the daunting question, what's yes. the best piece of advice you've ever been given. And so, look, I know it's daunting, but the whole point is that you give so much good advice. Like, we get to receive advice from you on Instagram through the talks that you give, through the Q&As, through singing. But, like, who gave you advice that you were like, wow, that was really good? Yeah. I was thinking about this and trying to rifle through all these decades of (laughs) memories and Mm -hmm. so much wise input that I've been blessed to have. And I think one of the single most things that has helped me, actually, Mm -hmm. pieces of advice, is something that my pastor, Bobby Houston, says all the time, which is let prayer do the heavy lifting. Mm. So if you're listening to this and you're not a believer, don't switch off because I reckon there's going to be a point in our conversation that this applies to you. But yeah, let prayer do Mm. the heavy lifting. So great. Oh my gosh. Like that's good advice for anybody like whether you're a Christian or not like she said don't click off because there's something to that so I just want to kind of dive into that a little bit deeper like for you because normally the best piece of advice that we've been given the reason why it sticks out as good advice is because it influenced our life and like Mm -hmm. really heavy moments or exciting moments or big moments and so how have you seen that advice kind of take root in your life and then help you through certain things yeah absolutely 
one of the things that I think everyone can relate to is that life is life can be really complex, you know, and yeah. navigating the world as a human being comes with challenges that were unforeseen or right. maybe challenging circumstances that you were born into. And I guess the great news is God is real. And the great news is that God is real. He loves you and he wants to walk with you, that you don't That's have right. to do it alone. And so one of the ways that he's given us to connect with him is prayer. Right. Oh my gosh, I sounded so New Zealand then. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love it. So in my life, I guess I've always wanted to see the God story unfold. You know, I've always wanted to, I've wanted to live in a miracle zone. Mm. And what that means is that you find yourself in situations that you actually can't handle on your own and you actually don't have it within yourself with your gifts and your talents and your strength to do it. You have to lean on God. That's a terrifying place to be. It's easier to say it, but when you're actually in that place Mm -hmm. and your only option is to lean on God, then that's where prayer comes into being. But also I think the challenge then is when things are going great and when it would be easy to coast and on the outward, no one else would know the difference, but you know inside that you're trying to lean on your own gifts and your own talents. Like you can make it look like anything from the outside, but you know yourself what's actually going on. So I think the challenge is then to in those seasons when you can do it in your own strength to continue to choose not to, to continue to press in, to pray and go, God, I need you. I want to help you. One of the things I love in the Bible, when I read about the life of King David, who was an amazing leader, a military commander, a poet, a songwriter, Mm. an amazing person with a heart after God, is that all through the Bible, whenever you read about David, it constantly says that he inquired of God. Mm. And he did that in situations where he actually probably and his strength and his gifts and his talents, he didn't need to. Wow. He, he knew what to do. He'd been in this yeah. situation times before, but it constantly says, David inquired of the Lord. Lord, wow. what should I do? And so that's something that I always come back to in my mm. own life. I know how to put together a song list for a worship mm-hmm. night. I don't know how to do all of these things, but well, what's going to make the difference in people's lives actually is if I stop and I inquire of the Lord. That's because so often good. if I do that, I'll suddenly go, oh, actually, no, this isn't the right thing to do. I need to switch this and switch this and switch this. Or, you know, even in parenting, like I have two little girls now, I need to constantly inquire of the Lord and He corrects me and helps me to see, oh, actually, we need to work on Dylan's confidence. Like here are some ways we can do that. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy-on, easy-off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. So, yeah to constantly inquire of the Lord, to constantly ask God for help, you find that He does help you and that the outcome is so much more amazing than it would have been if you just relied on your own self. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so good. I want to like unpack all of that and also re-listen to this myself to just, (laughs) no, really soak on that because I can attest to that in my own life. 
I mean, for me, the things that I do now, and I talk about this sometimes, about being fearless, about being confident. And for people who listen to me all the time talk about those things, just backing up to square one, that comes from me being with the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's confidence in who He is, not in my own ability. I can't speak. I can't write. I can't do all these things unless it's Jesus. Mm-hmm. And she's saying the same thing for her life. And what I love about it is you put this time with the Lord in the way that you parent, in the way that you lead worship, in the way that you choose your worship list, in the way that you write. And it's in every aspect of your life. And I think sometimes we think, oh, well, like you said, when I need you, God, or Mm -hmm. in this aspect, but this is a Mm 24-7, God, we need you. You're the power in all of this. You are literally the breath in our lungs, and so that's so powerful. I want to ask you about those times that you sit down and and you are going to write or you're going to make the list or whatever. Mm -hmm. You said there are times I'm like, oh, I need to switch this. I need Mm -hmm. to switch this. And I know you're kind of getting that hearing from from God. I know Mm -hmm. you've talked about this some. And so kind of touch on that because maybe my listeners have never heard. What is How do you hear from the Lord in those moments? How do you know I need to switch this or I need to say this or sing this Mm -hmm. in this moment when you break off into those kind of spiritual moments? Mm. I think it's like with anything that's new to you, you need to practice. Yeah. So whatever that is in life, I definitely don't feel like I'm qualified to speak about like hearing from God. I'm definitely not the authority on it. There are people who are way more right. studied and learned and experienced than me. So let me make that exclaimer first, that I don't have it all together, that I'm a regular girl who <laughs> who just asks Jesus to help me every day. Awesome. <laughs> but I think the thing is that God will speak to you. He'll never we're speaking from a Christian worldview here, so he'll never say anything that's contrary to his word, the Bible. So I think the thing is, if you think you hear something, always, always check it against actually what the Bible says. If God says, go date that woman's husband, that's not God. (laughs) That is incorrect. But I think the thing is, sometimes it's a little unction. Like I remember when I was... I'd just become a Christian. I'd maybe been a Christian for a few months. I was 15 or maybe just 16. And I remember I was on vacation with my family who aren't Christians, actually. Mm. And we were walking through a mall in Auckland, New Zealand. And we walked past this um, little jewelry shop. And I happened to glance in and I made eye contact with the girl behind the counter. And this is the, one of the first times that I think I can ever remember like hearing the voice mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit. And I felt like the Lord said, go and tell her that I like her. Wow. And I remember the words were so specific. It wasn't just that I love her. It was that I like her. Mm. And I, I was like, that is crazy. Like, I just made that up. That was just in my head. Like, that was like, you are crazy, Brooke. So I just kept walking. I was like trying to put it out of my mind. And after about 20 minutes, I couldn't shake it that I actually was supposed to go and say this to wow. this girl. So you have to get your brave on, you know, and be willing That's to good. kind of look. You have to be willing to look a bit stupid, you know. Yeah. Like, you have to, like, realize that it's not about you. And and if you're doing it in love, like, if, you, if your motive is love, like, it's hard to go wrong. You still can, That's but it's difficult. Good. So I went back into the store. I was like, hi, look, you don't know me and I hope this comes across the right way. But I was walking past, I saw you and I just really felt like God wanted me to come in here and just tell you that he likes you. He loves you, but he also really likes you. Mm. And um, her eyes filled with tears. Mm. And I can't actually remember what happened after that other than I felt like a confirmation in my heart. Like that was the right thing to wow. do. Yeah. But then I think the thing is you can go through seasons in life when you don't listen yeah. and you start to hear him less. Yeah. So that's yeah, the other that's thing true. is that you have to steward that well. And it's okay if you don't, we're all human, we all make mistakes. But if you're going through a time where you feel like you don't hear God anymore, well, what was the last thing he told you to do? Go and do that. Mm. And then as he speaks to you again, like go and do it. But the other thing to do is very practically, like what does the word of God say? What does the Bible say? Like love your neighbor, bless those who curse. He already said, yeah. Yeah. So if you're you're wanting to hear the voice of God, like look first to to the Bible as well. But it's it's a fun adventure. I mean, we did a South America tour in August this year. Cool. We were in Costa Rica, I believe. It was crazy. We did this whole tour night in Spanish. So we all learned, we did 22 songs 
16 were completely oh in Spanish and then the other six were like partially in Spanish. Yeah. So it was like, oh my gosh, our minds were just going. And then we're fortunate. I'm from Hillsong Church, Hillsong Worship. And um, we had our Hillsong Buenos Aires pastor come and kind of preach a little message in the middle and speak to the people in Spanish. So he he did a little message. He invited people to receive Christ. Loads of people responded. Um, wow. It was amazing. We went on with the night and during the middle of that first song we did after he'd already invited people to receive Christ, I actually really felt like the Lord said, get him back up and get him to do the altar call in English because there are people here who don't speak Spanish, whether they're tourists or something, but there's somebody here that only speaks English and you need to, and they need to hear the gospel. Mm -hmm. And so I ran off stage in the middle of the set. I went up to our pastor. I said, I feel like the Lord's saying that there's people here who don't speak Spanish and we need to have the altar call in English. So he came back on. He explained to the people what was happening so that they would kind of be supportive. He gave the altar call in English and like a ton more people responded. Mm. So there were people there. Who, like, it was but It was amazing to us because so God, cool. like God sees you that right. specifically that like, we don't know. I mean, we had met some people in our hotel who worked for like British Airways and mm. they were there, you know, on their break before they got on the next like wow. long flight. And we invited them. We don't know if they came or not, yeah. but like maybe it was them. Maybe it was like tourists who mm-hmm. had heard of Hillsong was like, what's this about? But they right. didn't speak Spanish, but like God loves every single person so much that he'll interrupt a song and he'll interrupt a night like just for you so that you can hear what he needs you to wow, hear. That's so good. And honestly, probably some of you are listening to this in your car right now and you're like, wait, maybe God's interrupting my day just for me. And maybe this is that yeah. moment. And if if that is you, I mean, she's given some really practical things. Go to the word. Like if you want to hear his voice, go to the word. Those are the words that he's already breathed life into. But this is so powerful. I love, I just want to echo something that you said at the beginning that you like to live around the miraculous thing. And I think that hearing what you're saying now, that you're constantly listening to God and you're seeing miracles happen. And so I just want to encourage you, if you're like, have this desire to be around miracles, listen to God. Mm. Because when you speak what the Lord's putting on your heart, that's when things get miraculous. When Mm -hmm. it becomes, oh wait, I don't know why I have this thought. This is so crazy. I'm not like weird, but I'm going to say it because the Lord prompted me to. That's when you get to witness the miracles yeah. is when you get to witness God. So something you said is so powerful that you go on all these tours around the world, right? You've seen all these people. But to me, you know, I've just, I've never even seen you perform live, but I listen to you all the time. We have you in our house all the time. Literally, Hillsong Worship is always going. But the cool thing is Christian and I are about to get married. And Yay! I know, it's so exciting. And we had this time of communion that's set aside in the wedding part, and we're singing What a Beautiful Name. Aww. And that's the song we chose to worship to because that song has just been so powerful. I'll never forget the first time I heard it. I just like wept because it just magnifies the beauty of who God is. And then my friend who just got married during their communion sang New Wine. Mm. And I, I think about these two songs that have come from you sitting and writing, and I can't help but think like these are the times that like you've said and you've prayed and you've listened. And so uh, I just kind of want to ask you, like, from the time that you write those songs to the time that goes out, because I know for me, like, when I write a book, the Lord's doing something in my heart. <laughs> like, the Lord yeah. is, like, teaching me those lessons. For you, do you feel the same way that's, like, when you're going to bring something to the church, is it sometimes something that, like, you need to hear first to? Yeah. I guess what's strange about being a songwriter is that you apply it in different ways. So for my context at the moment for Hillsong Worship, you know, we're bringing songs for our church, Mm -hmm. first and foremost for Hillsong Church. So we're asking ourselves, what is our congregation? What's God doing in our community? What are the themes that 
our pastors and our leadership are talking about that we could get behind with the song. Mm-hmm. So there's that aspect of it. But then there's also the aspect that has nothing to do with other people, the aspect of just being in worship and a song coming out that maybe is just for you and God. Yeah. And so it's the same thing, but it's a different thing. And so, mm-hmm. you know, with What a Beautiful Name that I wrote with my friend Ben Fielding, that was very much a how can we write a song that takes people on a journey of the name of Jesus mm-hmm. and, and brings it so close, but then also magnifies cool. it and, and, and kind of <laughs> declares how powerful and how majestic right. it is and take people on that journey. So that was kind of that song. But then New Wine was just a prayer. I was in a space mm-hmm. in my life where that was literally just what I was praying. And mm-hmm. I remember being in my car and that's me just kind of singing that out, praying that to God. And then there's a huge feeling of vulnerability then when you bring that. Yeah. And it was actually the same. We have a new album called Awake. And the first song on that is called Awake My Soul. And that was the same thing. So even now, actually, we just I just wow. led it for the first time last week at our creative conference. And I had that same, like almost vulnerability hangover, mm. like after it, because this was just between me and God. And then right. now it's in front of all these people. Right. So you have to kind of do the internal navigation of first, you know, bringing it to God as your prayer, but then releasing it for the service mm. of, of people. That's yeah. kind of a journey that you have to go on internally, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's amazing that you do that. And like on behalf of the whole world, thank you for doing that. Because I know for me, like I can relate to that feeling a little when I put something out and it's like, man, like at first this was totally just me and the Lord, but I know that God's going to use it. Yeah. And I know that people are going to relate to mm-hmm. it. And so you end up sharing it and the hope is and what what happens every time because it is him as he gets mm-hmm. the glory for it. And yeah. so thank you for doing that because it's it's literally changed the culture that we live in. Thank you the for Because it's Jesus. <laughs> so thank you. Um, but I love how you do that. And I know that like a part of that comes with that humility to say, and you've, you've kind of touched on humility a lot without even saying humility, about being okay, feeling stupid, feeling yeah. okay, you know, having to laugh at yourself, yeah. being okay, like putting stuff out there that doesn't make you look great, but it makes Jesus look amazing. And so I just kind of want to like, that's right? right? Yeah. It's like, I kind of look like a mess, but God, you look awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's okay. It's all you. Yeah. But I want to ask you about humility because I, I touched on, people always say we're like, because sometimes I do embarrassing things and sometimes <laughs> I laugh at everything that happens to me, even if I face play in front of a lot of people. But that also comes with God, like humbling you, you know? 100%. And so when did you, was there a moment in life that you're like, I'm going to start laughing at myself? Or were you always just kind of like carefree? I think I've always been pretty carefree, but I don't know. My family, actually, my dad was a famous athlete in our country. And so people always assume people from... <laughs> Zone. Oh, We're in the miracle zone. I'm like, all right. It was Let prayer do the heavy lifting. Here we go. Now let's practice everything we just preached. That was so great. Of laughing at ourselves. I just have to keep this on the podcast. I know. Literally, we're sitting here doing the podcast. Like, we're talking about what weird things happen. Like, yes. jump, And then we're like, okay. And we're on a tour bus and like Law and Order just turns on the TV. That was off. By itself. But you know what? It's cool. We're going to keep cruising. This, uh, <laughs> that was so great. Uh, I actually just wanted to ask one more thing. I wanted to actually just share this because... A lot of times when I have people on the podcast, you know, I I tell them at the beginning, your advice is why I asked you to be on the podcast because you said something that spoke to me and I was like, I want to know what spoke to you. And there's something that you said 
that uh, I heard one time and I was like, that is really good advice. And you said, I'm just an ordinary person with an extraordinary friend. And you're talking about Jesus. And mm-hmm. I think that that really just, what is it? Ties the bow, wraps the bow, yes. puts the cherry on the cake. Yes. It does for this whole thing because that's what you're saying. Like you're just a normal, amazing, by the way, person who has this gift. But the point is you have an extraordinary friend in Jesus mm-hmm. and you lean on him and you depend on him. And the cool thing is, guys, I know if y'all are like me, y'all are sitting in your car, you're like, she's amazing. She has so much wisdom and all these things. But y'all, y'all can so see in every word she says that it comes from her relationship with the Lord. And that's available to every single one of Everybody. you. And yeah. so like she said, if you're that person today don't just turn the podcast off go to the next like actually think about that maybe you're mm-hmm. sitting in the car god how can i hear you maybe mm-hmm. today's the first day but brooke like i said you inspire us all in so many ways through your worship through the ways you speak through your marriage your mom life and so thanks for just being you you're awesome right back at you <laughs> guess what everybody what I was gonna say Mom's in the house Yo yo Normally I call mom But mom happens to be with me right now Because we in the house That's right And so mom I want to go over some good and bad advice So let's see Let's pass the whoa that's good test Alright Never get in a car with a stranger Of course that's good advice Never sleep in a stranger's house Uh, Good advice These are like duh I mean yeah. really what about password on your phone? Should you have one? Well, yeah. Okay, you know what is hilarious? What? Advice is outdated because Uber, Airbnb, and we pretty much sell our pictures to every single app we download. <laughs> like, literally. Isn't that hilarious? Oh my goodness, that's so true. Like, yeah. we get in cars with strangers. Yes, we do. We stay in strangers' houses. Yes, but there are some Uber rules. You need to make sure they have the little that's Uber sign and make sure they say your name. I read Never, the ratings. And wait. Till they say your name. That's Don't good. say your name when you're actually just read an article about that. That's really dangerous. Yeah. Make them say your name. <laughs> okay. That's good advice. Now I'm going to say what's well, good to you. Airbnb. It's a little scary. It's a sketchy. Okay. And nobody reads the documents, do we? When every time there's like, can we allow all your pictures? And it's a page four. And you're like, oh, well. You're like, yes, because I want to make myself look old. Yeah. I'll give you all my pictures. It's a good trade off. Like, I'll give you all my pictures if you'll just make me. It was that If you'll let me see what I'll look like when I'm old. We all accidentally sold all our pictures to see what we look like in old age. To the Russians. We impatient people. We. Oh my goodness. That is so funny. Who knew advice could be outdated? My gosh. All right. Let me ask you. We'll more so talk about this. And this is more of a serious one, but we both heard this in a church service today. And they were talking about the difference between the difference between patriotism and nationalism. So, like, yes, we want to be patriotic. Of course, we love our country. I love America. I'm proud to be in America. That's right. But there's a difference from being patriotic and being a nationalist. A nationalist is whenever you believe that your country is better than other countries or, or that you're better because you're an American than somebody else or you have more value because you were born in a certain country than someone else. So at the root of nationalism is a really scary thing because it's saying that it's a divide in classes or it can be a divide in ethnicity or a divide in anything because it's saying that like I'm better than you simply because 
I was born in a certain country. Mm-hmm. I have more value. I deserve more. I deserve something different than you deserve because of that. And it really is the same thing if you look at it as racism in a way. And it's really a scary thing. And that is nationalism is something that led to really dangerous things in our world, the Holocaust and all that. So not only is it bad, it's actually dangerous. It is. And we were talking about that today in the seriousness, and the pastor just brought up such a great point in saying that. And I wanted to share that with you all because I don't know that we always recognize the difference in ourselves, but we need to check our hearts and recognize the difference because we're all equal in the eyes of God, especially the church. Mm-hmm. If we believe that we're all equal in God's eyes and that God made us all in his image and God and Jesus as much is all about unity and we're all one in Christ Jesus, then we need to know the difference between this two because that can go into a totally yeah, opposite Yeah, and we message. talked about that in reference to the verse where it says, in Christ, there's neither male nor female, slave nor free, Greek nor Jew. So in Jesus Christ, we are all one. We are all made in the image of God. And I thought we should talk about a little bit like how that plays itself out, because here's how I see it sometimes. So perhaps I've been to another country and I post that we do work in, say, Dominican Republic or in Africa or wherever. And sometimes I'll get comments on my posts that are like, why don't you take care of Americans first? And one thing that assumes that we don't. And so, you know, one thing that we do, we do support ministries in America and we support ministries in African Republic and all over the world. So you shouldn't assume that we don't support ministries in America and do work here as well. But even beyond that, it's saying that like, because we're Americans, because you should take care of us first. I think that's really a dangerous road to go down because yes, we are all made in the image of God. And um, whenever we start saying somebody is more important than another simply because perhaps their race or their ethnicity or where they were born or whether they're a male or female, it can be really dangerous. Yeah. So good, mom. I think that's such an important message for us to get. And just to look at the world as a whole, you know, outside of ourselves, because there's a big world out there and God made it all. He created it all. That's what we believe. And so we believe we're supposed to love everybody in the same way. And so I love when a woe that's good turns into some deep, Thoughts. It's always a good thing to have a little fun, but also take seriously the problems that are going on in the world. We can't be naive to the fact that there are certainly things that we can be better at in a lot of different areas. And so thank you, Mom, for that great advice. Oh, you're welcome. Whoa, that's good. Thank you so much for listening to the Whoa That's Good podcast. I have so much fun doing this. I hope y'all have fun listening. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Legit City Rob and follow the podcast at Whoa That's Good Podcast. Head on over to liveoriginal.com to see when I'm in a city near you or visit Live Original blog on our online store, which carries my exclusive Words by City Rob line. Also, be sure to subscribe to my podcast and leave comments so we can hear what you're loving. Also want to give a special shout out to my audio engineer, Marcus DePaula, the whole team at United Talent Agency, and my Live Original team. You guys are awesome, and hey, so are all of you too. Thanks so much for listening.